0: Let's talk about your 78-year-old lady with HCC. She had an hepatocellular carcinoma, underwent a resection. She thought she had resectable disease, developed recurrent disease, was treated with serafinib. As I remember, it didn't really have a great response or that controlled her for a while, and then placed her on sutininib and it controlled the disease for a long period of time. In fact, for such a long time, I thought they must have made a mistake <laughs> in the diagnosis, and I actually, even though it was an academic institution, I had the the slides reviewed to make sure it wasn't a neuroendocrine cancer or something like that. But it was. She was
1: actually it looks like on Cignitip for four years. Yeah, it was
0: hard to believe, but she was actually, even though she did well, she just had a lot of other problems. She was somebody that was very depressed all the time. It was almost. I don't know actually how her husband put <laughs> up with her, but she was kind of the opposite of patients we saw today that were always very positive. But one time she came in with chest pain, and I thought, oh, it sounded like angina and set her for a cath, and she had a 99% occlusion of the LAD. And so, it, so yeah, it was just unusual. Most of the time, again, I don't see a lot of HCC patients. That's why we didn't talk about anybody. Most of the patients that... Our early stage go to centers that do transplants or major liver resections. Most of the patients we see in practice are child's puge, not only B but C. They're really not even a candidate for anything. Again, we do trials in U.S. oncology, but there's really only a few sites that have the patient volume to enroll patients. So
1: I assume at Ohio
0: State you probably have a big
1: transplant service season, yeah. I was curious, Tony, for your thoughts. I was really struck by the fact that the patient didn't seem to get that much benefit out of serafinib and yet, you know, was on sunitinib for four years because a study I think that a lot of people maybe, particularly in general practice, didn't see when it was presented initially at ASCO. Actually, compared those two drugs, and Serafinib did a lot better than Sunitinib, and yet here's this patient who did better on Sunitinib. Any thoughts about HCC, TKIs, and sort of where we're heading in that regard?
2: What you're saying is very interesting because for that particular patient, it is incredibly surprising. But then you you ask the question if today I have a patient who fails Serafinib, would I use Sunitinib? And if you didn't know what happened to this patient, your answer was absolutely not. Because when they were compared, one was actually worse. you withdraw benefit. Would I use it today based on this? I wouldn't I still wouldn't just because of that study. There's always that occasional patient that would do incredibly one with one agent versus the other, regardless of what the study for the overall population shows. The problem is of course, you know, how do you select those patients? And we don't have a way to do that right now. I think that until Further notice, we are stuck with sorafenib in the first-line treatment of HCC, and that's not going to change any time soon. A lot of the studies that tried to improve on sorafenib by adding erlotinib, for example, or other studies that compared it to sunitinib, all failed to show any improvement. That doesn't tell us that sorafenib is an incredible drug. I mean, it made a difference, but it's still a tough drug to give for a lot of these patients. We don't know how patients with child's PUB or C do. We think some patients with child's PUB, like score of seven may do as well as the A's, but everyone else does not. And so we are really in the intermediate later stages of the disease, we're stuck with sorafenib. When it comes to second line, again, we have no options other than clinical trials at this point of time. Alternatively, best supportive care, of course, is acceptable in those patients. We've used, in few patients, actually, a combination of erlotinib and bevacizumab based on some early data that was published from a phase two trial in JCO, which looked promising. And I tell you that I've had patients, actually, many of them, responding. And I've seen an actual bona fide PRs from the combination, which you never see with sorafenib. Again, these are anecdotal, so taken at face value. Although the phase two trial did show, I think, about a 20, 25% response rate, which is something you don't technically see in HCC. And there's a study now looking at the combination of the two versus sorafenib. It's a phase two randomized study. I think it is complete, and we may hear about it soon. But that has been my salvage regimen if you can get it through the insurance companies. Yeah,
0: we kind of talked about this earlier, and let me just ask Tony this again. And these unusual patients, second line, HCC or whatever, a lot of physicians are ordering these, looking for targets, the foundation medicine, Keras. Do you find that useful, or does that make any sense in somebody like this, or is it kind of just a fishing expedition? The answer
2: is... I think it is, in some ways, interesting if you have trials available trials that have agents that depend on the mutations you're going to find. But if you don't, if you're doing it and you don't have access to trials, including trials of target therapy, then most of the time, a lot of this data is not clinically useful. And that's one of the problems. I've certainly used one of those tests, Foundation One test, multiple times. And I've frankly utilized it maybe a couple of times to add an agent. But mostly we're doing a trial of our own with very similar biopsying and, and profiling the tumors. But we also have these basket trials that have a lot of different targeted agents that will link up the agent to the mutation itself. And that's where I find the test's biggest use Other than that, it probably ends up being for the most efficient expedition.
1: You mentioned the toxicity issues that you see with TKIs. How did this patient do on the serafinib and then the sunitinib? She actually tolerated both
0: of them fairly poorly. So she had a fair amount of toxicity, I think, the sutintinib, she could have been on 25, even 12 milligrams at some point. So she did seem to control the disease. She did have responses, but had a fair amount. Of, and the toxicity was fatigue, diarrhea,
1: sort of the standard things. And, you know, we were talking earlier, Tony, about the encouraging findings that have been seen with ramusirumab in gastric cancer. And I believe it's being looked at in HCC. And in fact, I think there's actually a trial looking at it alone as a single agent, which we saw there with gastric cancer. And I've always kind of been surprised that we didn't get more mileage out of anti-angiogenics and HCC because it's sort of known as a bloody tumor.
2: You know, I think that, frankly, the one disappointment was that bevacizumab wasn't looked at when it should have. And the most interesting things about these monoclonal antibodies like vivacizumab and ramucirumab and aflibercept, is unlike TKIs, they don't depend as much on the liver for metabolism. And so for those patients where our biggest hurdle is their liver and the way their liver metabolizes these agents, that's why we're limited by how much we can give of the drug and that's why we're limited by the toxicities, then it makes the most sense to actually look at those Antibodies in those specific patients. So, I actually commend the company that manufactures Remusurumab to actually have sponsored this study. And I think it makes a lot of sense. I got to tell you, I'm going to be extremely pleased if I see a positive study. That will help a lot, and that will help us also address the questions in the Child's Pugh B, even the less favorable Child's Pugh B, where we're more concerned about the liver function, because Child's Pugh is really a measure of how well the liver is functioning. And so patients with the worst liver function may still be able to tolerate these agents, and we may give them even a better chance at a response. So we'll see.